Two big things happened over the weekend, two of them. The Crusaders qualified for the Super Rugby Pacific final. And the National Party finally announced a policy. But what a ham-fisted policy it is. And it just goes to show that Christopher Luxon and Nicola Willis's great reset has turned into just the usual barking at passing cars. The party announced at the weekend that if it becomes government at next year's election, it will ban gang patches and insignia, stop gang members from gathering, and charge people who put gang-related content online. One of the most depressing aspects of all of this, all of this is that most of it is nothing new or original. Just a bunch of ideas nicked from Australia, lumped in with the regurgitation of a failed idea that a former National MP tried about 15 years ago. Chester Borrows was the MP, and he got a law through Parliament that made gang patches illegal in Whanganui. He's saying today it didn't achieve anything because it was too difficult to enforce, and it would be exactly the same today or next year if National becomes a government. You know, do you really believe the police would have time to go on patch patrol? Dream on. What's more, in 2011, the High Court ruled that the Whanganui Council's own bylaw banning gang patches in public areas was unlawful, invalid and breached the Bill of Rights. That was after the Hells Angels asked for a judicial review of the bylaw. And then there's Christopher Luxon's absolutely ridiculous idea to ban gang members with criminal convictions from speaking to each other. Have you ever heard anything like it? Who the hell's going to police that one? Oh, I saw you talking to him. No, I wasn't. And as for making it illegal to put gang-related content online, that's the only original idea, and I'm no expert on this side of things, but if the National Party thinks it's going to be able to enforce any law to do with online content, then it's dreaming. Because New Zealand laws only apply in New Zealand, don't they? We've seen that with court suppression orders being ignored online. And this would be no different. The gangs would just get around it easily by either having, either having connections in other countries post their stuff online or using things like virtual private networks, which are based overseas. It's just dumb. And it shows how out of touch National is with these things. So it's heading down a dead-end street, and as one of its former MPs is saying today, the policy will get all the big headlines, but it will have negligible impact on crime. That's what Chester Burroughs is saying today. Negligible impact. The ACT Party is saying similar things too, accusing National of just making policy on the fly, which of course it is. There was a gang expert from Queensland talking to Tim Dow earlier this morning, and he was saying that generally... A ban on gang patches could be a good thing because they're very intimidating and we might feel a little bit safer. He says it would work for motorbike gangs like the Comancheros, but it would be a different story with the likes of the mongrel mob because as you know and as I know, a person doesn't have to be wearing a patch for us to know that they're in the mob. You see them all over the place dressed head to toe in red. And when you do see them, you know they're either a member of the mongrel mob or they work for the warehouse. And you can generally tell the difference, I find. Now look, before I go any further, I hate gangs. The whole scene totally depresses me. It terrifies me as well. The whole initiation process, the violence, the fact that these people see no other way in life, it's just awful. But as far as I'm concerned, there are two courses of action we could take 
and neither of them are what Christopher Luxon is talking about. The first option would be to beat the gangs at their own game and for the government to legalise all drugs and set up its own production lines. So you'd have government departments making methamphetamine, growing weed, all of the stuff the gangs do, and they'd sell it for much cheaper prices, undercut the gangs on price and drive them out of the market. But that's never going to happen, is it? And who in their right mind would want to legalise meth? Not me, no one, and certainly no political party wanting votes. So the only other option is for the likes of the National Party to go further back into its past and channel its inner Rob Muldoon, who was Prime Minister for three terms from 1975 until 1984. In his third term, from 81 to 84, gang membership in New Zealand dropped. It's the only time this has happened. And that's because Muldoon didn't crack down on the gangs, like Luxon is talking about. Instead, he got in the tent with gangs, and he asked them what would actually make a difference. And out of that came the Group Employment Liaison Scheme, which helped gang members find meaningful work and to legitimately earn money for themselves. It got them on a different path, and as a result, gang membership dropped. And remember, this wasn't a woke lefty government. This was the National Party that did this. And I think the National Party of today, in fact, any party of today, I think they could do something truly meaningful if they took an approach like the one Muldoon took back in the 80s. Because since Muldoon, it's all been about trying to shut the gangs down, to suppress them. Well, it hasn't worked. And why Christopher Luxon and the National Party think it can work now, I'll never know. Well, I do know, actually, because they think it's what we want to hear. Well, it's not what I want to hear. I want to hear ideas that genuinely have a chance of working, not just vote-catching noise.